troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order, can emerge. from a bunker under the Federal Reserve, sitting on stacks of fiat currency. This is This Week in Conspiracy. My name is Justin. And I'm Brad. And over there on the ones and zeros is little S-A-G-B. Looking good with the, the woman bun on. <laughs> <laughs> with your clip. How was your week last week? We, uh, it's pretty good. It was good. I'm sure it was probably good. You always have good weeks. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, because I got to go to work every day. I'm like some people. I work every day. Well, I'm just, no, I'm not saying you. I'm saying people who are just. Are you judging me? I work. Well. Is that why I get 15 calls a week from you? (laughs) I mean, speaking of work, I think that's a damn good (laughs) intro into this week's episode, dude. Because we're. We're going to talk about Build Back Better. Build Build Back Better. better. We're going to talk about... (laughs) I stole that from my... Yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about shortages. We're going to talk about what's to come. We're going to talk about the... I think it's the Yanti and Port in China, which, like, nobody's talking about. So you think, like, the oil shortage where dudes were putting, like, Gas and like plastic bags, <laughs> double bagging it, double it was bagging like it. leaking out. Like, this is gonna be horrid when it finally hits us. It's gonna be a little bit, but it's gonna hit us, I think, right at the right time when you start seeing snowflakes and right bells, about, yeah, bells. right about the time you're gonna want to go out shopping for Christmas, asking Santa for things. He's gonna have trouble getting them this year. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, <laughs> Toilet paper 2.0. 2.0. Or what was the uh, the uh, stupid red animal from uh, Sesame Street? Elmo. Elmo. Yeah, Elmo. Tickle me Elmo. Remember that? People were like fist fighting in stores. All right. I remember walking by Tickle Me Elmo display when it first came out. And I'm like, that is the dumbest toy. If I'd have only known. You bought 20 of them. I could have bought 20 of them, dude. And I'd have been like a multi-millionaire right now. <laughs> That year was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Cabbage Patch were big. They were fighting over that in the 80s, too. Similar yeah, I, to... What was that movie with the Schwarzenegger? With our oh, list? Jingle All the Way. I mean, with, the way, yeah. with one of our uh, former listeners. Jingle well, I mean, I'm sure he's still Where he's trying listens. to get that one... It was the, yeah. the superhero guy with the red suit. It, it looked like Jingle Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Jingle All the Way. It was a movie. He's fighting that... that uh, and the, the guy from SNL is trying to take his wife. <laughs> what was his? Al Hartman. His wife shot him because he's all a coat. Yeah, uh, he was funny it. too. Yeah, he well, was. It was really funny. It was a shame. That sucks. All right, so, so that, was a, that was a downing moment. Uh, yeah, I thought Ashley was already cry. <laughs> I got really sad there. Anything <laughs> funny happened this week, you guys? No, no, big. Pirates some, won a game. I have some fun. One <laughs> game. A game. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about baseball last week. Yeah. yeah. How are our uncles and most fought Andy Vance like? No. Andy Vance like we got his ass whooped. 
Yeah, it wouldn't have been a fight. He would have jumped that fence. He would have got blasted in the face. He would have got met with the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Street justice. Yeah. <laughs> Warriors, come out and play. Can you dig it? That was such a great movie, dude. It was a really bad, good movie. Like mm. a really bad movie. Like, a, like Escape from New York. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it do with the chainsaw hand? Um, oh, Ash from the Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah the living yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah, that got big again here recently. Yeah, I think they come out with a show on Netflix or something where... And they're um, coming out with a game. I remember having a game. Uh, on it was a great show. It was a great movie. Like when he tries to remember that chant to put the dead people back oh, in their graves, yeah. he messes it. He's like, Bruce Campbell's like on amazing. my talk. Bruce yeah. Campbell. I love him. him. He was in that stupid show with the Burn Notice. <laughs> yeah, I Burn love Notice. Burn Notice though. This is my boomstick. The only reason you like Burn Notice is because Bruce Campbell was in it. And yeah, and then I saw him at uh, a comic convention and got to sit and do a Q and A. He's really. I like him. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's I down to earth. And stuff. Yeah. And he retweeted uh, me once. Uh, he retweeted you? He retweeted me once. What did you tweet? Uh, that was when that dude ate the face off of somebody down in Miami. Oh, and he said it used to be <laughs> wow. the face of homelessness. Now it's the home of facelessness. And he said that. And I, I, I quoted him and he, and he retweeted yeah, it. Good. It was good. Yeah, that is good. Well, that's about... Okay. Well, well yeah. we've talked about that dude. <laughs> yeah. That we think or we've heard from other podcasts. That was other vaccines. Where that was, yeah, like a vaccine trial where they bring these homeless dudes in and they pump them with so much vaccine to see like what their maximum like level. Um, yeah. And that dude just went. Well, that, I remember hearing a story of the police officer who had to shoot that guy. He's like, I just kept on shooting him. Yeah. And he wouldn't stop. Like, that guy has like major PTSD. And what the crazy, like, the crazy thing is, too, like, that was right around the time, like, The Walking Dead was getting big. <laughs> and, like, we were all like, Wasn't that this fun- is it. This is it. Wasn't that funny how, it, like, art always mimics, like, prior to that happening? It's all, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, we already talked about that yeah. last week. That TV show came out. They wrote it in 2018. It's exactly the same thing as happening now. Utopia. Utopia. Yeah. Utopia. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at anything, dude. It's all, it's all freaking. They have to, it's like they, they have to it's, put it out in front of your face. Yeah. And then they can be like, when they're sitting at the pearly gates, like, we told these morons. I mean, we literally brought out 20 movies that year about zombie apocalypse. Well, I don't think they go to the pearly gates. I think wherever they worship the. Well, the they all go to the por- pearly gates first. Well, right? yes. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I, I always hate zombie movies because there's not like the dude like me. Who's like the prepper dude? And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Wait, is the neighbor trying to eat us? Oh, it's go time, baby. And like, well, I used to watch The Walking Dead, and what irritated me was like, it's like in the on the timeline of the show, it's like months into this, like where they're fighting zombies like every day. Right. And every time someone dies, they're all irrational. They're all like, I want to stay here and bury, wait for him to come back alive and eat my face. Yeah. I, I mean, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm like like that Rick guy, I'm like, listen, you're going to get up and walk away from this dead body. We're all leaving. I'm shooting you. Well, the the biggest problem is, that, I mean, the only time that like really bogged me was like kids, dude. Like it'd be, it'd be tough to like put that. Yeah. Like, 
one guy's like, like brother is like yeah, like forty. He's like, I, I, I can't leave my brother. My sister. It's like it's time to go. Like I'm putting Ashley down. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to die? Because you had a dolphin necklace or whatever. <laughs> it was time to go. <laughs> You're like the yeah. dude from Tremors. You wouldn't run from someone yeah, else. Yeah. I'd be like the dude from Tremors. Everybody would come to my basement. <laughs> Everybody would come to the bar. You and Reba. Yeah, me and Reba. Yeah. <laughs> the one so my wife's about? like Reba. Yeah. yeah, shooting holes. That, like They come through the wall, you just blast the floor. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. I don't know. Reba was in it. That's all I do. I don't remember. I don't remember. There's like, like, isn't it like Emilio Estevez in it? No, no, it was uh, Kevin he, what, Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Three degrees of Kevin Bacon. Shake and Bacon. Yeah. But that, See, that was back when that was a young Reba. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that was what, Relative. 20 years ago? Relative. Oh, God, 30. 30. It was in the 90s, oh, yeah. I think, if not the right. 80s. They're driving like the, they're like the second one they're driving like no control cars with bombs on them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, after like the fourth one, like I was done, dude. I was done after the first 20 minutes of the first Well, like, one. If, the, if there ever is a zombie apocalypse, Apocalypse? Apocalypse? Yeah. Well, yeah. Apocalypse. well, listen, bro, I started it early on Mickey O'Shea. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's like the original Dawn of the Dead. The where, they're, where they're just like shambling. And they like stand up and the helicopter cuts their head off. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's the second one. That's the one they filmed over in Johnstown. That's the one over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. That's my, well, they, I think they filmed both of them. Dawn of the Dead, the original was in. Dawn of the Dead. That's the one where they cut, the helicopter cuts its head off. Well, that was in the one in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's my favorite. Night of the Living Dead that's is, the the ori- is the original black and white one. Yeah. Where they're, they're coming the to get you, Barbara. The they're coming to get you, Barbara. And they still get trapped in the basement. I'm like, how would you get trapped in the house with all these animals? Well, like walking, like, no, if you got to rewatch it. I don't. You probably haven't watched it. Yeah, I won't ever watch it. The reason they get trapped in the basement is because they're hiding their little girl who was dead. Uh, Mm Should have just shot your kid. Yeah, I do like when the truck explodes though. (laughs) Like, but I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, like my favorite one of the second ones because all those like hillbillies are out in the field and like here they come. Well, yeah, there's like we just flew over Johnstown, and they like they're like all oh, the hillbillies are in the field, like cracking them, shoot yeah. them in the head. Yeah. So I hope it's those ones and not the World ones. War Z or Twenty Eight Days Later. The running ones. Run. Yeah. Well, Twenty Eight Days Later, they were filled with rage, and they weren't. They weren't. They were infected with rage and not like a zombie virus. Right, because they made the monkeys watch all the evil things that we do, like Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a clockwork monkey. So we're hoping we're hoping that the vaccine turns them into the Night of the Living Dead zombies. Right. Yeah. So that we don't have to run. Like well, we can just walk briskly well, and kill all our neighbors. The whole thing kill was is in the original ones it was when there's no more room left in hell, the dead will walk the earth. That's it wasn't like the virus. It was just that sort of thing. So pretty much what you're saying is <laughs> right we've now, killed like 50 million babies by abortion. So like they're running they, out of room down there. Well, why Jesus. would they be in hell? Wait, why? No, why they're they? not in hell. Oh, oh But everybody who died and supported that yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. Jesus, dude, you took this. You had straight, to get I went straight there, dude. Well, that brings us to what we talked about earlier. Killing babies? No. no. <laughs> We don't talk about killing babies. You just talked about killing the daughter. There's a Catholic church. You want to get in that before we get uh, into that? Yeah, so we could do the maybe hero of the week? Maybe. 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 Hero, hero. 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 And yeah. I am going to finally say that the Catholic church in America 
may be the hero of the week. Yeah. What did they do a couple weeks ago? Yeah, they... they well, were, they come out and said... They weren't going to give Eucharist to the people that... Like, I guess they wasn't regular parishioners. It was basically political figures that are voting for or support abortion. Right. So you say Eucharist. Like, us non-Catholics say communion. Communion. Well, it's different. Right. I mean, if, I'm a Catholic. The, di- the difference between a Catholic and regular Christians is when you do the ritual of communion, you consider it a ritual. It's like to do the, the uh, Last Supper again. Right. Okay? As a Catholic, we literally believe we're consuming the body. And the blood of And the blood of Jesus Christ. Christ. And that sounds like a zombie. But it's, but it's different. We assume that it's that. Like, yeah, that's a we take the the blood of Christ and the. And they the say it, but do you actually believe? Like, do you? Yes, it? I believe that we are we are consuming. Well, it's the same thing, though. Yeah, but but you we don't call it the same. Well. Oh, that's all I was saying. Oh, okay. But you you call it you. Well, that's why people well, like when they come to Catholic Eucalyptus. mass. Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. When they come, <laughs> when people come to a Catholic mass, they're like, "Oh, these guys only just do all this ritual kneeling and standing." When well, you kneel and you stand during that part of the ceremony, mm-hmm. because they believe that is actually Jesus. When he, he switches it, he switches that wafer into actual body of Jesus. But what's that have to do with kneeling and standing? Because you are reverent to the to Jesus. Oh, okay. So you're kneeling to in All front right. of Jesus. So that's his. You're not going to stand okay. up. You're not just going to sit down like with your shoulders down like oh whatever Jesus. Oh, why are you getting so angry? I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, we're getting a class. I'm just explaining to you. Learn something new every day. Like, you know, when you walk when you walk into a Catholic church and you kneel mm-hmm. before you sit down, people think you're kneeling to the altar. You're not kneeling to the altar. The uh, tabernacle to the right of the the altar is where when they do communion. Okay. All the extra wafers that they blessed and made turn in the body of right. Jesus, they stick in that tabernacle. tabernacle. Oh. So you're genuflecting to Jesus inside that. Okay. Room. So like, so that's why pe- many people don't understand because we just don't know. I don't want to say ritual because it's not a ritual. It's not a, well, sort of. It, it is, is, but it isn't. But like, if you're not Catholic, you, when you walk into a place like that, you're like, "What are these weirdos doing?" Yeah, it's like, a we very, don't do that at our and church. The church. And I'm sure you walk into our church, you'd be like, well, "These weirdos do don't even kneel." Well, sort of. But right. It's the same mass basically when you go to our right. church, other than. Certain things, but the, the Catholics we don't did a little boys though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Catholics take the Eucharist very serious because, like, if you're not Catholic, they do not want you taking it. Yeah, well, that's how we. I mean, if you're not, we we do a lot of like, if you're not old enough to understand right. that Jesus died for you on sure. the cross, you're not allowed to take like, it. Like, you're not, like, second, I think it's second, my daughter just did it, second grade mm-hmm. is when you do to take your first communion. Yeah. When they, she understands. I mean, right. she's not 100% like, right, 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 right. reverent and understand everything, but she understands, you know, the, yeah. the basis of it. But the Catholics take that very serious. Like, you don't take, if you don't go to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. you're supposed to go to confession. To right. confess your sins, one for you didn't go to church, yeah. you didn't represent the Sunday Mass, and two, you know whatever else you did. Yeah. But you know, I know like most people think, I'm looking to my sins to preach, priest or priest or preacher. Yeah, because I talk directly to God. I, well, you can do that still too. Yeah. But I think the reason they made that up is for it's like a ritual. So you think, but like, even if you just went to the, the right. Mass, like sat outside of it and thought of what you did, mm-hmm. you can leave. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not a priest. They're going to tell me I'm wrong. 
<laughs> but like it's the tell like so you think because how many people think are like, about the things that you did yes because most people are like i talked to god i was like no no you don't. right you know what i mean i know but, i asked a, i actually asked a priest when i was because i went to a catholic college and i had a, a priest as one of my uh, teacher. teachers two funny things happened to me up there one i said i don't touch your winner he was too old one and i had a family a mom and a dad so like they don't mess with me no they don't want their mom and daddy uh, uh, uh. um one thing i said to him was like i was like look i don't i don't confess to another human being i confess to jesus and he's like oh you don't have to you know all the same thing but one time it was right after hurricane katrina remember and i said and he was like why he asked the class, like, it was a faith and religion class. He was like, why do you think Hurricane Katrina happened? I raised my hand because I was, like, the adult in the room. I was 26. I'm dealing with, like, you know, everybody else, like, 19, 18, 18, 19. 20, yeah. The I'm like, maybe it was God punishing them, dude. Yeah. Whoa! You'd have thought, like, I just un I literally opened the gates of hell. He got so pissed at hey. me. Wow. But I was like, listen, doesn't it make sense? Like, he flooded the earth. He turned people into pillars of salt for just turning around after he said not to. I was like, New Orleans is the only place where they still like practice voodoo. I was like, and that was number one. I said, number two, they show their boobies for beads. Yeah. And like, like maybe he was just like, you know what? You're a little decadent and, and disgusting there. I'm going to go ahead and flood you. Well, I think if you would have said that to a priest 30 years ago, he'd be like, probably. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, or he had been like George W. Bush did because it was black. Well, the new, the, the, oh yeah, I actually had a professor that said George Bush caused Hurricane Katrina, yeah. not the aftermath, not the whole screw up of the whole federal government or whatever. That he literally waved his hand and made Hurricane Katrina as if you know he was God. Let me tell you some. My well, was that, did he cause like the cops to go in there and kick doors in, throw old ladies on the on tables, and take their guns from them? Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, that happens today in my neighborhood. Ain't no U.S. troops are coming into my house. My, here's my theory on the. I'm gonna have something to say after after that. But here's my theory on the on that whole thing. I don't think it was Bush's fault. Okay, we're off the religion now. But this is the no, it's good. It's all right. Okay, we're uh, the why well, don't think it's Bush's transitioning. Transitioning. I had a couple other things to say about that, but we'll let it go. But the Bushes. The Bush thing, that wasn't his fault. Remember how, like, every year a hurricane was, like, fear porn central? This is the one. It's going to destroy yeah. everything. Your whole neighborhood's going to be gone. Board it up. Florida's done. The whole state yeah. of Florida's gone. So every, like, for five years they did that. So all these people are like, this is bullshit. I'm not leaving. I've left a hundred times. Right. Nothing ever happened. And guess what? It happened. Well, you got to remember, too, New Orleans... Is like built on a swamp. Yeah, it was like, like if you spit, they <laughs> gotta pump it out of there. Yeah, it's below, it's below sea, sea level. level. Yeah, right. So anytime a big rainstorm comes, like you gotta pump it out. Right. Sorry that like, you know, you wanted to live there. Like that's not my problem, dude. Oh well, well. I live in a nice temperate place where we don't get hit with hurricanes, we don't get tornadoes, we don't get you know. Minnesota sub-zero winters. We don't get 14 feet of snow like Colorado. Like, that's where I chose to live. Well, but I also, 
I also wouldn't be pissed I, well, morning. but I left here. No, you left here and came back. And came back. He got but, maced in Paris. He is sucker. a worldly man. <laughs> yeah. I saw Paris. He I saw, saw the Colosseum of Rome. I saw uh, where the Colossus the was. would have a Nazi Rhodes. flag on it. Yeah. Ah! I saw where Colossus stood in Rhodes, Greece. I saw the waterfalls of Croatia. And I wanted to come back to Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go on vacation, I drive back. We see that Pennsylvania, so I'm like, hey, we're back in America. I honk the horn. Everybody like, gets mad. I'm like, bah, bah, bah. I look at my family and say, we're back in America, baby. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but like what you said about the, uh, well, that happened in New Orleans. They took everybody's guns. Yeah. And then after the Boston bombing. No, they just went house to house. Went like, house to house. Hey, we're coming in. We don't care if you're standing with, on yeah. the porch drinking whiskey. We're coming in. Yeah, they stuck guns in the front right in your, your yeah. wife's face. Welcome and, to America. And then, when they caught them, everybody in town cheered as they left. That day, I dotted a little bit in my heart. I thought, what happened? We've just lost America. What happened yeah. to everybody? Yeah. Because, could you imagine like, your, like our grandfather, like, our grandfather? Well, I mean, listen, America's done some pretty shitty things. Like, no, every like slavery, ever. whatever, that's horrible. We fixed it. Listen, we rounded up the Japs after oh, Pearl Harbor and threw, took all their property. We never gave it back to no. them. And you don't hear a single one of them dudes complaining about it. Well, it was wartime. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible thing, but... We didn't even do that to the Nazi, no, the, to the, the Germans German. in America. Like, my grandfather spoke German. Like, I've learned some really cool things. Why are you looking at me as he if was he's very my fluent. He, he was fluent in German, right? So when he... <laughs> When he was over there, he was an engineer. He ended up, he was a guard at a prison camp because he could interpret, right? So I remember there are two funny stories. One, um, my Stop uncle, it. You're making me feel like a Nazi. This one, is my, my heritage. One, my uncle told me was when they were younger, when he was young, before World War II, he tried to speak German at the dinner table. And, like, they freaked out. Or, no, he wanted to take German in school. And they were like, forget it, don't take it, let it go. And then the other one was my dad standing in fr on the front porch doing the Nazi salute, but not <laughs> understanding, like, his dad was <laughs> over there freaking killing Nazis. Dude. Yeah. Right? Right. Which I, which I got some pretty cool stuff that my uncle brought, or my grandfather brought back. Nazi stuff. Dude. Right. Which yeah. means he probably smacked them around a little bit, took their stuff, which I have another cool story. When I moved into my house, my neighbor across the street oh, yeah. was named Peter, right? So, I don't want to use his last name, but his wife still spoke German. So, when we moved Peter in... Peter Creed from, from, from uh, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. That's what, well, that's what his... Like, his wife would yell at him in German like when I was still. there. And I was like... I don't, I don't know yet. Like, here's the thing. You don't know if he's in trouble or if it's just them speaking because, like, that's just a hateful language. Yeah, it sounds rough. Yeah. Very rough. So he was in his 70s. So I worked second and third shift when he lived across the road. He was moving. So I'm like, hey, I'll help you pack your stuff because you're moving to Lancaster. So I would go over to his house and I'd help him pack his stuff, right? So one day, he was a suit tailor. He had this big, huge uh, closet, like cedar-lined closet. Ooh. And he was a clockmaker. 
right? So he worked on like cuckoo clocks. Oh, so he's Swiss. No, oh, he was German. German. I'm sorry. So same thing. He told me one time he was like, if you ever go to this town in Germany, tell me no, to no Peter, and like they'll know you. You know, like they'll treat you good. Well, now we got a gal. So, but I don't remember. Road trip. I don't Everybody's remember. stepping around. <laughs> Everybody. So I'm packing his stuff up for him, and I unzip this suit bag, and it's a freaking Nazi uniform, dude. Oh. Right, and I'm like, Peter, Peter, come here, man. Because he was like, him angrily well, he angry. said, he told me, he said, go through this closet, throw it all out. Well, after you unzipped it, you shot him in the head. Right? <laughs> and then you put him in an oven. And he, he tried to throw him. me in the cat in the oven, like at the pupil. Oh, that was a good book. So anyway, I'm like, Peter, come here a minute. So I was like, he told me to throw everything out, but I was going through everything because he lived during the depression. And well, I he was might like, have money stuffed in did there. Did he have gold stuffed in there? Whatever. So, like, I unzipped this uniform, and it it looked like it just came off, Hugo like, Boss. the assembly, yeah, yeah the Hugo, Hugo Boss, Boss assembly line. line. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm, I could tell it, it was a naval uniform, so I'm like, Peter, hey, come here a minute. So, he comes down, I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? He's like, throw it out. And I'm like, listen, I get you want to get rid of it. Like, the Nazis did some nasty shit. But, you fought for your country. Right. Like, you should consider being buried in it. Like, well, but Jesus. But you still fought for your country. Yeah, so I understand. No, I get all So, that. me and him would have conversations. I said, what did you do? He's you know, because I, I was, I just got out of the Marine Corps. Right. So, he's, I'm like. He's trying to turn Brad. Yeah. Now Brad's killing hobos nope. and I said, shit. what did you do? He said, I was a radar operator on a U-boat. Right? Which is. Yeah. Like, That's those cool, yeah. fuckers, like, crushed us. Yeah. So, I said. How? I said, let me ask you something, because I just watched on the History Channel. You guys didn't get over here, like, into the United States waters. He goes, bullshit. He said, we used to surface in the port of New York and look at the lights of New York City at night. And I'm like, bullshit, because I just watched the History Channel. Yeah. And he was like, no, for real. Like, we used to come over and, like, so he probably sunk shitloads of ships off the coast of New York. And then and you shot him, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> you you fought for your country no. and so got rid of, oh. So, hold on. Hey. Do you know, so, you know Admiral Byrd? I don't know. So I ask him, I'm like, you know, he's like, listen, we got captured by the Americans. They took all of our stuff except for like our rations. We kept our uniforms, like whatever. He said, then they turned us over to the Brits. He said, they beat us. Oh, they stripped trash. us. They took all of our food. They took everything from us. He said, and I'm sitting in the POW camp and I'm like, if I ever get back to America, or if I ever, if I get through this POW camp, he said, we're going back, we're going to America because any country that teaches, that treats its POWs like this can't be as bad as they're telling us. So he come over here, became a citizen. He probably come over under paperclip and like, <laughs> he's, you know, probably some bad I don't know what he did like for a living. He was a tailor, man. No, that's what he told me. But he could have, like, he probably into UFOs and stuff. He, he was have. a radar operator. He probably was close relations to Admiral Byrd. Not Admiral Byrd. He was an American. Yeah, but he knew probably, that. Probably, um, who was the Rocketeer? Oh, uh, Warren Okay. We're way off topic. We're 27 minutes in, we're way off topic. We talked about Nazis. We talked about Nazis, but we didn't talk. Well, well, actually, this could be a transition. To the World Economic Forum oh, and Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. 
who sounds like a Nazi, oh, allegedly. So, okay. horse and punch face. Oh, I, I don't can't. know. Uh, no, he, he just sounds like a really bad Bond villain. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Or like the guy from uh, Lethal Weapon. I'm diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks like him yeah. a little bit, too, I think. So, but what I wanted to talk about today, because I have some, some, some notes written down. So, we got the World Economic Forum, and they're talking about, you know, 2030, you'll own nothing. Yeah. And like it. They literally say that in one of their videos. You'll be happy but that you people, own yes. nothing. They'll own nothing. They'll rent right. everything. Mm-hmm. People will share vehicles. Y- you know. But also, whoa. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Listen, this is two weeks we're, in a row. Hold on. <laughs> we're That's talking, all you've got to say. Okay. Listen, we're talking about a group of West uh, European countries that they don't value a lawn. We do. We're the only, one of the only countries that, like, Acknowledge having a lawn. They say it's a, a flex, a lawn, a flex of having money. But other people stack themselves up in in apartment buildings and live on top of each other. Americans are like, look at my lawn. It's it's useless, but to them it's useless. For us, we can you know garden or whatever. But it's a think of Middle America, the quintessential apple pie. You have a lawn. Well, these countries don't have lawns. They live on top of each other in these apartments and stuff, well, and and they shove fifteen thousand people in a shit bound well, bag. Like England, the size of England is probably what the size of like Texas, maybe, maybe a little bit, bigger. maybe a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger, and then you, you got like that. Ireland's not much bigger. Oh no! And then you got Spain's not very big. No, all these countries are big, and they have and a they lot have of too pop- many people. They have large populations. They have too many people. But yeah. but they they. They act as if having a lawn is a rich person idea when, I mean, we're everybody, not rich. Everybody has a lawn. But in, in America, even the poor people can have a lawn when you have, you know. Shit, there are people who rent and have lawns. Yeah. Are you saying lawn or Mulan? Mulan. <laughs> Mulan. Mulan. Okay. You so. know, she, what she, she understand what she's saying is that. We have space here. Right, yeah. we have space, and these we other don't live on top. Yeah, right. well, like when I was over in the Med, dude, like you live, like the roads are thinner. Like nobody has cars. Right. Like you got to destroy America to build back better. Well, like, but like my buddy's on a trip across country right now. He he's he's driving to the east, west coast, and back. The way you were pointing, oh, yeah. uh-huh. I was pointing. Yeah, but he's driving across country, and like he'll send pictures and. Like you, or he told like you get off that interstate and there's like dirt roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like like you hear you get off, I like I ninety nine where we live. You get off there's a town. Yeah, yeah. Like you get off of some of these exits on these big interstates, you literally get off. There's dirt roads and farms everywhere. Well, yeah. I mean that's it's middle people, America. Yes, but these people in these big cities around here, they don't get that. They think we're we're jammed in. So you're jammed in because you're an idiot and you live in New York City. Yeah. If you go to Minnesota or Wisconsin or anywhere South Dakota, the Mississippi. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's more. Well, look at here. You you can drive up north of northern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and there's hundreds of thousands of acres of state yeah, game lands. Well, there's no one there. Right. Like I've got lost up there and drove on a dirt road, and I end up in New York. Oh, for like yeah, an hour, had, for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. I've had jobs up. Right up yeah. near there. But yeah. I mean, people don't realize there's other things in where you live. 
Yeah. So, like, there, you know, America's like, diverse and, and... I'm always like, is there anything other than, like, people with red hair? You don't have I'm to like, worry. Well, well, you don't have to worry because <laughs> under Biden's new plan, he wants the U.S. government to own 30% of all land in the United States by 2030. And by 2050, he wants to own 50% of the land. That's a lot of land. Yeah, so... How much well, do they own now, you think, with the state? Well, west, or, yeah, west of National. the Mississippi, they own 70% of the, the land. Right, with yeah, the uh, national, everything, national parks. Everything they areas. own, they own 70% of the land east of, or west of the Mississippi. So they already own that. Right. That's why, you know, Yellowstone, like all those yeah, parks yeah, out there, all owned by the federal government. Yosemite, Yellowstone. South, like part, like part of South Dakota's, like. but like, you know, I got to thinking, um, that. So a couple weeks ago, they had the G seven, and the G seven agreed to do to put up forty billion dollars to third world countries for infrastructure, right? And I'm thinking to myself. So there's seven countries standing here, 40 divided by seven, seven, 14, 21, 28, what, 35, five, six billion dollars a country. Right. That's our tax dollars. <laughs> yeah, That's the 40% of the your paycheck that disappears. Yeah, We're going to give to Africa so they can build roads. Look. Or, you know, Tunisia or Taiwan, or not Taiwan, but like the Philippines. Like, that's your money. That's the money you go to work for every day. Your government is giving it away so that they can have a road. Where I live, they fixed a pot. Well, they dug up a sewer line like six months ago, and there's still a bump because they didn't fix it right. Right. Well, the scary part is like, don't give all that money to an African country. And then our government will send in people to go against it. So well, they, yeah, if they don't pay their bill, they'll go kill them or drop yes. bombs on brown people. Right? Well, that kill brown people, or, you know, to keep them fighting with each other so we can steal their resources. Like, yeah. But, like, we'll That's waste... That's what it all boils down. Yeah, well, they'll waste their money, like, to look good. We'll give them $5 billion. And then as soon as they don't do what, like, we want to come and take your lithium. Oil or, or lithium or, or diamonds no. or whatever. Well, like this guy's a terrorist. This guy, yeah. you know, all of a sudden yeah. his leaders are, all of a sudden that country in Africa is a terrorist. Yeah, this country. this guy, oh he he's killing all his people mm -hmm. and, and having less than children or whatever they use right. to get you then you know, watch So like one of the one of the um one of the largest money management funds in the world, like Biden has a bunch of people who used to work for this company in his administration. It's called BlackRock, BlackRock. which I've heard BlackRock. sounds like just like a bad TV show already. <laughs> like we got to fight BlackRock, right? Oh, Airwolf. <laughs> remember Airwolf? Yeah, I remember Airwolf. <laughs> so they own $7 trillion in assets around the world. So right now they're going in. It just came out the other day, like last week or the week before, that they are buying up residential areas, farmland. So, you know, the government's come out in the last fifteen months and said you can't work because of COVID. 
can't go to work. So like these large, you know, there's places where like large residential areas are like drying up. There's yeah, nothing there. Nothing there. So they're not only are they buying those up and putting them in their assets, they're paying 20 to 50% over asking price. So let's say like you and I who kept working during this whole thing, like maybe I want to get a bigger house. Well, I can't because a because a freaking investment firm Bought it. is is bidding 20 to 50% over asking price. So you have to think if they're buying it and owning it, they're not reselling it. It's going into their asset portfolio. What are they doing with that? They're renting it. Right? Yeah. Which build bre- back better. Build back better, which is which is the world economic or the world uh, economic forum is saying by 2030 you won't own anything. You'll rent everything. Somebody will own it. But it's you know it's freaking ridiculous. Right. No, that's they they want to own everything. Well, they, like you said, they started out with you can't work. So they start out you can't work, and then. They say, hey, guess what? All these people aren't working because they can't. Let's pay them not to work. Right. Let's pay them not to work. Yeah. yeah and then, like, because it's just like, well, they learn from welfare. They set up, if they set up welfare to, if they really wanted to help people, they set up welfare that you could go back and get a job and then you only lose a quarter of your welfare. Right. Then you get a, then you get a better job and you lose half your welfare. Right. Then you move forward and then you are off welfare. Yeah. But no, they say, you make this much money, guess what? You're done. If you make fifteen thousand dollars a year, you're, you're done. done. And then you, now you, you you can't. Why would you get off? Like, why would I get work at McDonald's and try to start off somewhere or anywhere when I can just get free money for, for the year? That was all part of the system to set it up so they can just crush crush the American economy. Yeah, because part of that build back better is like you, like we said before, you want to bring. You're not bringing the world up to our standard of living. Mm-mm. The only thing you can do is to bring us down to theirs. So how do you do that? You've got to kill the entrepreneur. Middle the, class. The middle class entrepreneur. The business owner. So, you know, everything is big, huge business. Like Walmart. Yeah, well, there's four major companies that own 80% of all beef meat production in America. Well, that's like a monopoly. Yeah. You know, right. there's like Tyson. Well, two of the four are owned by foreign countries. Well, so, cool. like, we're really screwed. Right. Because now you're not even protecting our food sources here in our own country. But, like, one of the things that I looked at this week, or last week, was the Yanti. Is it the Yantian port? I th- I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, it's over in China. China. Yeah. So, it's shut down due to COVID. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's probably going to run in. The problems are having there right now. They're going to run into our holiday season, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. They're already saying that it's worse than the Suez Canal shot down. Right, and that was only what six, six, eight days? six or seven days. Yeah, yeah. But like, I tried to do some research, research to find what comes out of that port. I couldn't find like what products are shipped there, but what I did find was sixty to eighty percent of all world exports go through that port. <laughs> They're shutting down the world, and they sh- yes, right. That's Europe. He- it's the whole West. They're crushing the West. So if you think about like 
you know, they shut down our pipeline for a week. Gas shot through the roof. They shut down the meat production for a week. Meat's up. Meat shot through the roof. What's going to happen when, like, 60 to 80% of the world's goods aren't coming where they need to be? Right. Like, it's going to be bad, dude. It's going to be real bad. Like, and I think it's, yeah, I think you're right when you say, like, right around the time the snow starts falling, that um, we're going to work, like, go to Walmart now. It's starting to be bad already. Yeah, and go back in the toy section. There's nothing there. Like, my kids always drag me back there. There's nothing there. Right. Everything's empty. Well, in the ship containers, they might have got three or four out or five out before this happened. So, that'll probably get us through the summer. Because those things are humongous. Yeah, well, what I saw was, I guess there's an east and a west portion of this port. That's how big it is. Right, it's huge. So, like, in the one... There's like 30% of the port is running. Right. Right. But I'm not, I think the other one is totally shut down. down. And the the scary thing is they didn't give a date when they're coming back. No. This could be a month. This could be six months. This could be six days, but they didn't say anything about it. It's just we're shut down COVID. The D strain Delta's running rampant in China now. So. Like what I, you know, I wanted to bring this up because I thought, like now, if you can find something, get it. get it. Remember the toilet paper. Yeah. Go buy a couple extra. You know, don't go things crazy. From yeah, buy you don't the whole store. Buy one or two. Just buy one or two. Forty-five packs, and then just the, the store it, and then buy your regular supply. Right. Don't. I mean, if you have ninety rolls of toilet paper, <laughs> I mean, even if even if each roll lasts you three days. That's 180 days of toilet paper. Yeah. Well, it should last you like a week. Right. So that should be 90 weeks of toilet paper. There's more, more important things than wiping your ass. I mean, I could understand someone like ran on the meat market and bought every piece of meat there was in the store. Right. I, that made more Well, I walked through the grocery store the other day. It's there. Like the meat section. It's getting low. Like, like I buy a lot of that Nature's Promise stuff. Like the organic or, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. You know, the chicken breasts that are actually the size that a chicken breast should be. Yeah, like the, the chicken that falls over forward, yeah. frontwards when they stand up. That's That was empty. Yeah. It was empty. Yeah. Well, the scary thing is, like, people, stock market crash. And, like, people are always like, oh, it's going to be like 08, 08, 08. I'm like, yeah, it might be like 08, but if it's like 1930 or 1929, right. back in 29, I'd say like 70% of the population have farms. Or at least we're growing crops, a good portion uh, like of like gardens, like giant gardens. Well, or food, like people, there was readily available meat, yeah, and produce. Well, I saw an article the other day, uh, might have been a week or two ago, but they were saying it, it was like a meme or something, but it was like 40% of all fresh vegetables during the uh, World War II came from Victory Gardens, Victory Gardens around their house, 40% yeah. of our total. Fruits and vegetables came from Victory Garden. Yep. Now, look around your neighborhood. Mm-mm. Nobody grows a garden. Nope. It's all, People pay thousands of dollars a year to keep their grass green <laughs> and make sure there's no dandelions in it. Yeah. Like, I've talked to old guys who used to grow dandelions so they can make Eat. wine. They make wine or they, people put them in salads. Mm-hmm. They actually taste pretty good. I tried a couple before. But that's the thing. 
that's that's the thing with the with that. No one has no one grows anything. It's it's uh it's not. I mean, no one has any produce. Think about, yeah, think about the people who like. Do you know anybody who cans anything anymore? Just like my older family members. Like yeah, like my, my mom. My we, mom does. We're starting. We're going to do it this year. Last year we froze stuff, and we discussed it and said, "Well, what if there's no electricity? So maybe yeah. we should can." Mm-hmm. Well, she got all the. My wife got all the stuff. Right. And she has like, and luckily, luckily, I have like your mother. I can ask questions. Yeah. And my my aunt from my mother's side of the family, Aunt Carol, right. she she does like she still cans a little bit. Right. Like she does like the lazy canning now. She would call it probably. Where and she, peaches and tomatoes. Yeah, where, she, yeah. where she's older and she's, right, right. she don't have a giant like garden and like her and her husband used to buy like tons of corn and for, like can it. Yeah, and just everything. She makes her own strawberry jam. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. But no one does that no more. No. And remember, our grandparents had that cool bin. That yeah. My grandmother used to fill that up with can can yep. of stuff. Yeah. They used to grow potatoes out their farm. Mm-hmm. Can that or not? Can that. They, they would can some of them and dry, you know, sell them. Mm-hmm. No one does any of that. No one even knows how to grow potatoes. I'll grow potatoes. Good, but like, if you would ask someone, like, ask your buddies, you like, do you know how to grow potatoes? I bet you ninety percent of them didn't know you could just cut the damn potato off when it's budding and bury it. Yeah, and bury it. Yeah, they don't know that. And there's winter potatoes that you yes. can put in so that they. They sprout early and they come up early. Yeah, and it's almost like a two-season thing. So you have well, you can do one early, early one potatoes and then late potatoes. I think potatoes are a hardy plant where you can plant them twice. Yeah, like like, right. like broccoli, you can do twice. Like early early spring, late fall, cauliflower, early spring, late fall. Right. I think carrots you can maybe get away with twice. I don't know because if a frost, a frost would probably they're, they're a low. They're well, like lemon onions. Onions no onions are onions early. are pretty tough. Onions are hardy. I don't think they like the heat. I don't. Yeah. I'm I mean, still, I'm not, I'm I'm not a gardener. gardener. I'm, I'm not a gardener. professional gardener. Right. I, f- I plan on killing my animals to eat, but I do have a little garden. I mean, it is what it is, but like that, those are the things you should, we should be doing right now. Cause this fall, who knows what's coming? No, no one knows what's going to happen. And like I mean, we've only spent $12 trillion in the last like 12 months. So, <sighs> Right, and no one has any. You know anybody has any dry food? Like you, other than me and you. <laughs> no. That buys extra. Like I'm looking right at your pantry now, and I see a bunch of dry food. Like yeah. just, just to have. I mean, it's, right. you don't have to go crazy. No. Just have some. Well, extra. we talked about this a couple weeks ago, where we said, you know, if you're if you eat a can of chicken noodle soup and you're replacing it, mine too. Bye. Buy two more. Yes. Buy three. Yes. That's actually. another dollar or dollar fifty. But that can of chicken noodle soup might save your life. Good. Yeah. That, what I think Ashley sent a text to me and you and had a list of dry goods and, and cans. I think canned goods are like three years. Mm-hmm. And most dry goods are like five. Yeah. I mean, even even the dates on the cans that a lot you gotta look, but a lot of those are where so that date isn't where it goes back. But it loses the nutritional value listed. Oh, so, like, so, so like, let's say green beans are, you know, there's 100 calories in this can of green beans, and it's good for three years. Well, when that date hits, 
that's when that 100 calories starts to be reduced to where they're still good to eat. They're just not giving you the cal caloric intake that's written on the on the label. Yeah, I mean, how many times we as kids, how many times we drink like th three year old sodas, or, <laughs> or yeah. like or like uh, or you know old cans. If you eat the can good, it's not going to hurt anything. I don't think. Um, to what what's going to happen to you? But ah. Uh, I'm looking to see what I have here. I mean, honestly, we should be out buying. Like, you should be getting extra food. Anything you can get extra, get it now. Because looking at, like, some of this stuff that's shutting down and not, it's not coming online. Right. And they're not telling you. And what, what we've done in this country is we've sent everything over to China. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago where even the salmon, oh, salmon that's caught in Alaska is shipped over to China to be processed and then sent back to us. Well, that's the same as apple juice. You said that it was 60% yeah. of our apple juice comes from China and they don't even have weather to grow. Right. Apples. We're sending the apples over there. It has to be because I think. To be made into apple juice. That's a weird thing is I think only like, I think England and America is like the only ones that really have. A large amount like apples, right. like that area yeah. of Europe, because the you can't have it's just the the temperature or whatever. Yeah, but, but can you imagine what anybody would have thought when you? I never knew that. No, that, I don't. I'm, I'm like I think even like our beef production is sent over to be processed probably. overseas. It's not even used here. Right. Well, that's what we were saying earlier. Like. At that time, our like in the 30s, you had readily available. Well, I think in the 30s, we were 80% agrarian. agrarian. Yes. We weren't living in big cities. We weren't working on computers. Like we were farmers. Right. Well, like even like my like our grandfather, we still have, I still know where I can get a, a, a cow, a fresh cow, yeah. a fresh pig. These bigger cities. They don't know anybody. No, I had a, I, I think I talked about this on an episode before where like I had a buddy that was from Philly and he lived like right near the cheesesteak places in Philly. Joe's. The two big places. Gino and Pat's. Gino's and Pat's. Joe's the pizza place. Like he literally lived a block or two away in like a row house. And like we, we, like he saw where I lived and he was like, I would think people would crawl through your windows and try to kill you. I'm like, dude, there's literally a guy sitting on your stoop. You don't even know him. He's yeah. just sitting there. Dude, that freaked me out. Yeah. Right now, that's... Well, they don't know no different. That's the way we were no, raised. No, that's how they were raised. That's the way we were raised. But, like, we have to remember, like, you have got to get back to your roots, pretty much. Put your hands in the dirt. Plant a garden. Get ready, because if, like, this stuff... If we don't make anything here, nothing, we bring it in everything. Because I read that article you sent me, but I read another article that says that we ship whole container ships back to China with only like twenty percent full containers. Yeah, no, well, only twenty percent of the containers that leave America, I think, are full. Are full right. to go back. So every hundred containers, 
Only 20 of them are going back with our right. stuff in. Right. So, like, they're shipping everything here. We're shipping nothing out. Right. Probably food is what we're shipping over there. Well, I always said, like, when Trump started the uh, the uh, China, you know, tariffs and stuff on everything, everybody was like, they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us. Here's the Here's the thing. We send out of here food, farm equipment, heavy equipment, like things you need, technology, technology. things you need to make, to make your country better. We import puppets and junk. Yeah, toys. Toys. Yeah. Gadgets. gadgets. Cheap toasters. T-shirts. Yeah. We don't need that stuff to live. Well, they got our medicine. That's the that's the scary. Yeah, that's thing. the one thing we've we've shipped our med. Well, that's India as well. We've shipped. We've started over the last ten years, fifteen twenty years, sending everything over. Yeah, that's what's scary. And like I've always said to people, like, what if we have to fight another world war? Yeah, we have nothing. We don't even have chips. Yeah. Drive around your car lots. Oh, they're empty. They're empty. They're empty. Yep. Because we don't have chips to put in our vehicles. Well, hopefully this starts a renaissance of new businesses. Here. Start, here. Like Trump was trying to do. Right. Hopefully this helps. Hopefully their their plan backfires and helps build build back America better. Yeah. Like Trump wanted to do. There's one thing here I want to talk about before. I know we're slowing down here. Yeah, it's all right. But we got, okay, the Tucker Carlson report on January 6th, he did about the uh, FBI involvement in the... The uh, attacks there on January, well, mm-hmm. the biggest insurrection since the Civil 9/11. War. 9-11. Yeah, the worst thing ever since 9-11. It was bigger than the Civil War, even. But you told me something interesting middle of the week last week about uh, Tucker Carlson that I'd like to get out there. Yeah. <laughs> because well, it, it kind of had me mad. Because I like I liked Tucker. Well, one of the notes that I wrote down was uh if you think if you think for yourself you're alone you yeah. need to do your own research right. you can't even the people that you think you're relying on like Tucker Carlson may not be who you think they are right well, so I, I I read an article on zero hedge where it was like journalists hit new low by betraying their sources, right? So one of the big things that we've heard for years is like, you don't give up your sources. We can't. Right. Oh, this undercover source or this secret source. That's the key of journalism is mm-hmm. you don't give up your sources. That's like a right. police officer not giving up their snitches. Right, right. All that stuff. So that you can keep getting the information. Right. right. Well, that, and you protect them. You don't want them killed mm-hmm. because they're doing you a favor. So one of the things I, I read last week, or two weeks ago, was that the New York Times snitched. They pretty much told us who their source was. Oh. And it was Tucker Carlson. Oh, good old TK. TC. TC. Tucker Carlson. So he, TKC. Like, it, was a, it was a report by Ben Smith from the New York Times, and he was like, the Fox News star, Tucker Carlson, is our go-to guy 
for sometimes unflattering stories about Trump or coverage on internal policies at Fox News. So when, you know, when like, um, when the New York Times would write a story about how Fox News is all screwed up, who are they getting that information from? Tucker Carlson. Good old TC. Mr. Mr. Right Wing giving us all the information on everything, even like how the feds were behind the January 6th riots. I do. So this dude's just, it's all part of, it's all a game, dude. Yeah. It's all a game. I knew something had to be too good to be true when you start hearing what we talk about and like the shows we listen to and stuff. And it's starting to come out in the mainstream media, like right when when Fox News starts talking about things that I've heard a month, like months ago, yeah, like aliens, dude, yeah, any of it, like aliens. Day two after the January sixth, I've heard on, I don't know, Alex Jones or No Agenda or Tinfoil Hat. There was FBI agents involved, and there were provocateurs. When Fox News starts talking about it. I, throws wet flags. I'm like, what is going on? This is great. Like, at one side, you're like, this is great. Yeah, finally. it's coming out. It's finally coming out. The mainstream's talking about it. And then you're thinking, wait a minute. Why are they pushing this out there now? Yeah, something's not right. So, what is coming after this? Are they changing the narrative now? Are they pushing something different? So, like you said, you cannot trust anybody. Like, I love Alex. I watch Alex. I listen to Alex Jones probably at least three times a week. I've loved, I've listened to him for probably 10, 15 years. I question everything. He, like, I don't even know if he's not part of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I like, I, well, when you hear about like all these right wing getting throttled down, but he's not right. You have to wonder. I, I'm, I'm waiting for us to get throttled down because we're like two or three weeks ahead of all like the mainstream media stories. Right. Well, I mean, I think we, we have very limited listeners and we are ahead we got Germany. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention. Throw that out again. Sorry Not listener the, in Germany. Sorry about the late mention. We should have mentioned you. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> early on when we were talking about uh, his buddy there. <laughs> Nazi. You, you probably know Peter. Peter <laughs> he, of course, he knows Peter. He's in that one city that everybody knows Peter. In Brazil. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Oh, yeah. We have limited listenership, but like the only other radio show, the podcast I listen to, are, as far as ahead as us, is like No Agenda. Yeah. They are really good at being at, like, they're, if they did a show every day, I think they'd be ahead of everybody. Right, right. But no, we're, we definitely are good at that anyway. I don't know. So, pretty much. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody. You're alone. Even when we're talking about something, look it up. Go look it up. Yeah, because one, I'm an idiot. Two, <laughs> who can barely read? I can barely read. <laughs> you heard it if you listen to all of our episodes. I did. A, I was reading the the uh, Nuremberg Code. Oh it was, boy, it was horrific. It was horrific. Now me, on the other hand, oh he's a scholar. I'm as smart as Bill Gates. Yeah, he's a, if he, not more. He's a road scholar. I could probably be in charge of vaccinating the whole world. Oh, yeah. If I wanted to be. And if I could only be as rich as him, I could own, you know, farmland. You're not as likable. Yeah, yeah, wow. I know. 
It's your face. Mm, it's punchable. It is. Well, your face yeah. is punchable. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I think we ran out here. We yeah, we kind of we kind of tuckered out. Tucker Carlson out. <laughs> that piece of garbage. All right. Well, if he's so, if he's selling us out, I'm pissed. Oh yeah. So, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna wrap it up. So if you follow us on Instagram, this week of conspiracy on Instagram, we put all our the articles we read and everything we get our stories from out on there and some memes and everything. We got this week of conspiracy on Facebook. Same same deal. We put all the same stuff out on that. We have, please send us some emails on This Week in Conspiracy at Gmail. Anything you want to send us, we'll read it. You know, if you have any questions or anything, we'll put it up. And then we have on Twitter. In underscore conspiracy. In underscore conspiracy. I'll learn that someday. Someday. Yeah, maybe. Or we'll just let her keep reading. She can just read it. She's, yeah, she can. I can read. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to Australia. Australia. We've got Keep two. up the good work. Double, Pass it on to your friends. Double in, international. We moved on to we double are two times in international. Well, we're also two-time World War champions, but that's... that's well, always got to be a bring that in. So, listen, remember, always go to local businesses. Support your local community. The way we change things is local first. Run for... It's you. Change fix, you. Tell fix you. Fix yourself. Fix your neighborhood. Fix your county. Fix your state. Fix this country. Yeah. Fix the world. That's the way it goes. So start for local. If you if you think you have you can change things, run for a school supervisor. Run for sheriff. Run mayor. for county seat. Run for mayor. Whatever. Run for a rep. Yeah. So we get some honest people out there. So. I hope you have a good week. God bless and peace. Peace.